0: Good morning, good morning. This is Elsie. Has anyone joined us on the call here on Declare Victory? Good
1: morning, it's Susie.
2: Good
0: morning, Susie. Good
2: morning.
0: Good morning, good morning. This is Elsie. Is there anyone on the call that would like to say hello this morning? Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Elsie. Would anyone like to say hello that has just joined the call? Good morning, Miss Deidre. Good morning, Deidre. Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Elsie. Would anyone like to say hello to join the call? Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Elsie. Would anyone like to um, say hello? I just joined the call. Good morning, Declare Victory family. This is Rochelle. Good morning, Elsie. Good morning, Rochelle. (laughs) Good morning,
3: Elsie. Good morning, family. Happy Saturday. It's Dondria. Good
0: morning, Dondria. Happy Saturday.
4: Hey, good morning, Elsie. It's Beedee. Blessings. Happy Saturday, everybody.
0: Good morning, Sister Didi. Happy Saturday. Blessings to you as well. Good morning, good morning. This is Elsie, your hostess. Is there anyone that just joined the call that would like to say hello or good morning?
3: Good morning, Elsie. It's Dondre again. I just want to say you started something this week, Tanya, and then called everybody out because you stepped up. Sis, so proud
2: of
4: you. Love you. <laughs> Thank you so much. I second that, baby girl. I'm so proud of my, <laughs> my greeter.
0: <laughs> you learn from the best, don't you? <laughs> okay, then, Gapi. Holla. <laughs> Good morning, good morning. This is Elsie. Anyone that joined the call would like to say good morning.
2: Well good morning, Elsie. It's Nurse Nikisha. How are you?
0: I am doing great. How are you doing, Nikisha? Um, voice a little scratchy, but hey, I'm alive. Great. <laughs> Hot
2: water this is wonderful.
0: And lemon. <laughs> oh, bless God yes bless god thank you for joining the call love you love you too baby girl (laughs) good morning good morning welcome to declare victory this is elsie is there anyone that would like to join the call that would like to say hello Hello, good morning. Hello. Who's this? Hi. Hi, good morning. This is Sister Denise. Happy Saturday. Happy Saturday. Welcome to the call, Sister Denise.
3: Thank you. I wasn't sure what was going on. It was so quiet at first. Sorry about that.
2: Bless you. Thank you.
0: Bless
2: you, too.
0: Hello, hello, welcome to Declare Victory, this is Elsie. Anyone that joined the call that would like to say hello? Okay, let's, it's time to get started. Before we move forward, we ask you to mute your line so that we can proceed. Hello, my name is Elsie and I am your hostess. Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets monday through saturday starting at 6 a.m pacific time to edify empower encourage and equip you in your walk with christ please feel free to invite a friend so that they can be blessed too be sure to join us daily in april for our monthly theme entitled expectations you don't want to miss the message the teaching the lesson the heart shares and that will br- that will brought sorry that will brought to you by our wonderful gifted declarers we will definitely be blessed there is one announcement today we encourage you to partner with declare victory in giving in an effort to share the gospel both locally and abroad we thank you in advance for your gift Please visit www.declarevictory.org or www.paypal.me/declarevictory or Cash App dollar sign I declare victory. Again, the websites are: please visit www.declarevictory.org or www.paypal dot me slash declare victory or the cash app dollar sign i declare victory we pray many blessings by our heavenly father be returned to you for your giving and trusting in him there are no prayer requests on the app the order of the call is prayer prayer and corporate praise will be brought to you by Dwayne. The the declaration will be brought to you by Pastor Lavelle. Then we will go right to closing comments, hosted by Pastor Lavelle. Again, the order of the call is prayer and corporate praise will be brought to you by Dwayne. The declaration will be brought to you by Pastor Lavelle. Then we will go right into closing comments posted by Pastor Lavelle. The scripture for today is Isaiah 58, 4. Your fasting ends in quarreling and strife and is striking each other with wicked fists. You cannot fast as you do today and expect your voice to be heard on high may the lord add a blessing to the reading the hearing and the doing of the holy word at this time we ask you to put your phone on mute until instructed to come off mute i now pass the call to our prayer warrior everyone be blessed Dwayne, if you are praying, your phone is on mute. Do we have another prayer warrior who can substitute for Dwayne? I got it,
2: Elsie.
4: Thank you so much. Amen hallelujah hallelujah as we come before the lord lord we give you thanks we give you praise we thank you for a beautiful new day that we have never seen and for that we say hallelujah father god taking a minute to just rest in you taking a minute to just thank you for the breath that's in our lungs it's because of you that we woke up this morning hallelujah thank you for our sound minds, god Thank you for the ability to move our limbs. Thank you to be able to see and to hear and to walk and to talk. Thank you for shelter, God. Thank you that we are not out in the element. And for those that are, bless and cover them, God. Listen up those that are fighting just to keep going, not give up. It's hard right now. But we have to trust you, God. We thank you, God. And as I'm coming this morning, God, I'm asking that you cleanse me. Give me a clean heart, God. Anything that I may have said or done that's not pleasing to you, forgive me, Father. Forgive us, Father. Again, today is a new day. Yesterday is over. We have to rejoice today in this gift of life. Thank you for another chance, God. Thank you for another chance to walk with you, to talk with you, to sing praises unto you, Lord. Hallelujah. The word says, I wait for the Lord. My soul waits. And in his word, I hope, our hope is in you. Our trust is in you. We keep our eyes on you, Lord. Listen up every family member that's fighting the COVID pandemic, whatever it is. God, you're bigger than that. So I thank you, Father, because you love us and you are still here. You are still God no matter what we are facing. Those that are just so much grief, God. Bless them and give them a beauty for ashes like you did for for me, God. I know what it's like to love to lose and to grieve, but God, you will give the oil joy for mourning and a garment of praise. God, I thank you that you are still on the throne, that touch those that are lonely let them know that you will never leave them nor forsake them they can run to you and they're safe there because in the secret place of the most high we abide thank you for being our shelter thank you for being our warrior thank you for fighting for us when we can't fight for ourselves let no spirit of depression come to anyone god thank you god for a new song to sing even when things are going wrong or bad or you know, anxiety tries to come in. You said be anxious for nothing. Oh God, thank you for that. Thank you for letting us know the peace that surpasses all understanding. Thank you for giving us peace when we wanna lose it, God. Thank you that you are Jehovah Shalom and that we'll be saturated in your peace that may not even make sense to us. Oh God, I thank you this morning. So much to thank you for, even in in the midst of it all. You're still God and you're still good, so we thank you. We just have to give thanks and remember what your word says and then repeat your word back to you in those times when we want to give up. Oh, I lift up my brother Lavelle right now, God. I lift his heart up to you, God. I ask that you strengthen him and keep his mind focused on you, every area in his life, God. That pain, that hurt, God, he's lost so much, but he still gives to so many people. Pour back into him, God. Pour back and let him know that you got him because he does so much. Heal him from the loss of his son, of his mother, of his father, of his sister, of things, God. I just ask that you saturate him in your peace. Hold him in your arms, God. Let him know that you love him and and he's just so good. So I thank you for that, brother. I thank you for his heart. I thank you for how he pours out. Let him know that you have not forgotten about him. He knows that, but sometimes just let him know. Let him feel your loving arms wrapped around him, God. God, I pray for that person or people who broke into the church, God. Maybe they needed that stuff in there, that food or whatever, but they didn't have to do damage, God. They're helping the community. So, God, I even pray for them right now that their hearts will be changed. And then they may, may even come in there to fellowship one day. That's the kind of God that you are. So I thank you for that. God, I just thank you. I thank you, Father, for just life, God. It's so precious. God, we can't we can't take any of it for granted. People are leaving here, God. So I just ask this morning for those who might be heavy to just open up and say, God, I love you. I thank you. Thanks, take your phones off off mute right now and just worship him. Thank him for what you okay. do have. Don't glory, worry about what you do not
2: have. Just give him
4: hallelujah. praise before who yes. he
2: is. Thank him for somebody worse off than you. Oh, lift up your hands all you We Be lifted up Hallelujah! fear. glory come in. Who is the King of glory? strong and mighty. The Lord mighty in battle. Lift up your hands. Hallelujah. Thank you, God, for a new day. God, you are worship if you are mighty and are ready for love. for going have your mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm. God, I thank you for having a way. I'm telling you, you're going to have mm-hmm. 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 children that don't know where they're going, no not in the moment. Mm-hmm. thank you this morning. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. 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 thank you, God, God, God our father, for loving I are going to take you to you to the people. I'm not 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 não sei se não 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 la <laughs> la <laughs> I am going to be <inaudible> on my young man. I am going to be <inaudible> on my young man. I am going to be on my young man. I am going to be on my young man. I am going to be on my young man. I am going to be on my young man. I am going to be on my young man. I am going to be on my young man. I am going to be on my young man. I am going to be on my young man. I am going to be on my young man. I am going to be on my young man. I am going to be on my young man. I am going to be on my young man. I am going to be on my young man. I am going to be on my young man. I am going to be on my young man. I I am the book. 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 I am and you I can see <laughs> the light <laughs> of the the light of of my life. I can see the light of my my life. I can see I can see the light I can see the light my life. I can see I can see the light my life. I can see the my life. I can see the I can see the light hay aroma hay aroma you
5: In the
2: name name you, of Jesus. We the name of Jesus I think I love our relationship. I love I love our I love our I I ya <laughs> yo has <laughs> flown and my friend has arrived nearly this day he has exceeded we remember the time of the mother and the father and the children and the servants and the servants and the children and the mother and the father and Oh Lord Jesus, oh Lord Jesus, oh Lord Jesus,
5: Thank you for delivering us in the hand of Henry.
2: Thank you, for Thank you, Thank you, Father. Thank 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 you, Thank you, Thank you, Thank you, you, Hallelujah.
4: Hallelujah. 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 As we begin to put our phones back on mute. Continue to praise him as you put your phones back on mute. Continue to praise him as you put your phones back on mute. Give him your praise as you stay muted. Put your phones back on mute. Thank you, Father. He really wants to see our prayers filled with genuine praise and thanksgiving for what he has done. We thank him for what he has done. He wants hearts to be filled with gratitude for his blessings. We are so blessed, people. Thank him for his blessings. Thank him for life. Don't forget to thank him just for everything. Don't take anything for granted. Today is a new day. Walk in victory. Walk in victory. Oh, I'm going to see a victory. I thank you for this day, Father. I thank you for love and life. I thank you for each victor on the line this morning. God, you know what they are in need of. You know what they are in need of. But Father God, we thank you. We can't thank you enough for what you have already done. We praise you in advance. We thank you in advance for the victory. Thank you for being our defender. Thank you for being our defender. Hallelujah, we love you, Father. We trust you, Father God. Some trust in chariots and horses, but we trust in the name of the Lord our God. Thank you for being our Father. Thank you for being Lord of our lives, Father God. And thank you for your peace, God. Thank you for your love and kindness, God. Thank you for being our provider, no matter what it looks like, God. Thank you for being Jehovah Rapha, for healing, the healing power. It may not look like it to some old, but God, thank you for loving us enough to heal us, to, to heal us from the inside out. And thank you, Father, for this day. Thank you for Pastor Lavelle. Thank you for just loving on him and keeping him strong in spite of it all. In Jesus' name, I pray as I pass the call to my brother.
5: good morning good morning everyone um can y'all hear me yes sir okay okay uh good morning god has shown us yet another expression of his love another opportunity to be on the line we are in the land of the dying on our way to the land of the living uh thank you all so much um Dee Dee for praying and I didn't hear who that was that was hosting and greeting
4: that was Elsie Elsie uh, Elsie Elsie all right Elsie.
5: all right sister greeter, Elsie. Greeter,
4: greeter.
5: <laughs> uh, thank you so much uh sister Elsie um and to everyone on the line today thank you for <clears throat> excuse me your continued prayers for me my family my church um um as most of you know someone broke in our church yesterday but they didn't only thing they did, they took the food, they took the children's food and they took the food that we used to uh, serve the homeless uh, with, um, but they can have it because I've had so many people call me and ask me um, for my cash app because they've already started sending money to replace the food, so I thank God for that. And I do want to say we're going to the church today at 11 a.m. from 11 to 1 uh, and practicing social distance. And, um, those of you that, that stand in need of prayer beyond this call, uh, I posted it on Facebook. Uh, just slip your name in the comments and we'll be lifting you all up. All right. Oh, in this time, in this time in which, which we're dealing with, um, I wonder what I could talk about in expectation. And, and so I've come up with, um, uh, the expectation of God's grace today. And, and I found a scripture nestled in the word of God, um, from second Corinthians chapter 12, verse six through nine. I I think it fits my situation. I think it fits, um, everyone on the line situation. So y'all know, I really, really don't know how to do declarations. I know scripture and I know how to take scripture and make it fit. So today I kinda of wanna just take this scripture and and make it make it fit uh for our day and our time in which we live. And so Second Corinthians chapter twelve, verse six through nine, uh as I read it, I, I want to say also thank you to Dion and thank you to Moni for always um um asking me to um uh To attempt to do declarations, and I appreciate that, along with uh, everyone else that uh, do the declarations. I listen. I I don't say much when others are doing their declarations, but you all do awesome jobs. So I want to commend you. So Second Corinthians chapter twelve, verse six through nine, it says, "For though I would desire to glory, I shall not be a fool, for I will say the truth." But now I forbear, lest any man should think of me above that which he seeth me to be, or that he heareth of me, and lest I should be exalted above measure, through the abundance of revelation, there was given to me a thorn in the flesh, the messenger of Satan, to buffet me, lest I should be exalted above measure. For this thing I besought the Lord thrice, that it might depart from me. And he said unto me, My grace is sufficient for thee, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Most gladly, therefore, will I rather glory in my infirmity, that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Wow. I, I can I can literally close right there. I, I I really don't even know what else to say right there, but I, I will say, um y'all, uh, some of you might remember I lost my mother uh December twenty eighth um this past year and it has been a, a crushing uh blow to my life even though I trust God and even though I know God, but in uh, and, and thinking of this declaration, I I can, uh, my brothers and I were reminiscing and, and, and how I could vividly remember the adults of my childhood or even my mother uh, because um, they had, I would say, a determination to make sure that there was such a proper separation between grown folk and children y'all understand uh the adults in my childhood were were sticklers making sure that there was a clear line of demarcation between what grown folk could do and what children could do unlike um um i would say many parents today uh and and, and i'm very I'm, a, I'm appalled uh who try to be a pal or or try to be a buddy with their children no no my mama and my daddy um uh, they would have nothing of that they they made sure that i understood uh my mama would say all the time that that i'm the adult and you are the child and sometimes when they got ready to have uh even certain conversations y'all know what i'm talking about they they would they would put the children out of the room because um uh, they were getting ready to do some grown folk talking. They knew that there was a uh, there were certain conversations that were that are appropriate for an adult and inappropriate for a child. And and even in the movie industry, they understand this. That's why they have ratings on movies because movies are supposed to be age sensitive, and they understand that. Uh, there are some movies that are appropriate for an adult to watch that would be inappropriate for a child. And so um, they, they rate them G, PG, PG protein, R. They, they say that it's restricted. Watch this for mature audiences only. And so as I looked at this scripture, if there were ever a text or scripture in the Bible that was perhaps ought to be rated for mature audiences only, or even this season of covid nineteen is for mature audiences only it it 's this text that I just read uh, for your hearing where Paul delineates concerning the expectations of the grace of god and 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 the role of of, of the grace of God and enabling the child of God to live a victorious and overcoming life, uh, 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 I would say, despite of, of their circumstances or despite of what they may be going through in this season. And 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 so, and so I, I just want to kind of talk about grace, the expectations of his grace. And, and grace is such a, a wonderful subject, ain't it? I mean, there are many definitions and descriptions of this word grace. Uh, For some, the grace of God is God's unmerited favor. I mean, for others, the grace of God is God giving to us that which we don't deserve. And still yet, for others, God's grace is simply uh, God's free gift to us. Each of these definitions, I believe, hold um, uh, a a certain amount of truth to them. And however, have you ever um, considered the fact that there there's a whole another side of the grace of god that that really doesn't look like grace at all i mean it's a painful and unpleasant side of the grace of god that often challenges our notions of uh the nature of god's goodness in our lives in spite of our circumstances in spite of what we go through and have you ever considered the fact that god's grace is evident when he gives to us that which we don't deserve but God's grace is also evident when he allows us to go through seasons like this to experience things that we don't even like. I mean, and there's a powerful, there's a painful and unpleasant side of the grace of God that really doesn't look like grace at all. Uh, if Marcus was on the line, um, uh, he would tell you it's one of those less played keys on the piano or, or brother Eric, uh, those let's play keys on the piano of Christian living that we don't like to touch. And and most of our conversations about the grace of God are are usually, can you please mute your line? Please mute your line. Please mute your line. Please mute your line. Okay. Most, most of our conversations about the grace of God are usually one-sided because we, we like to talk about the grace of God that saved us from our sins. Well, that's saving grace but today let let me kind of shed light and talk about the grace of God that enables us to endure afflictions and our expectation that's sustaining grace and 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 I believe that that no one was more qualified to talk about the sustaining grace of God living in expectation than the apostle Paul. Uh, Because in, in the same text, he describes, watch this, both a high moment of ecstasy, but a low moment of agony, because he allows us to tag along with him to this place as as he describes being as the third heaven where he was shown visions and revelations that no mortal man or woman had ever seen before. And in the same breath, watch this He he allows us now to walk with him down that lonely corridor of his pain and his agony. And while both of these experiences ex, it, it express an aspect of the grace of God, it, it's that painful and unpleasant side of God's grace that that I kind of just want to talk about today because because if you if you were truthful today there there are some melodies of the music of your life some chords uh, of life's music that can only be heard when 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 we have the courage to touch life's less played keys and so 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 I thought I'd talk about this today because I believe that there's somebody on the line today yet with, with, with a smile on your face, with hallelujahs on your lips, and with uplifted hands, but if the truth be told, that behind your smiles, behind your hallelujahs, behind your hand waving, somebody in this season is wondering, Lord, why are we going through what we're going through, why am I going through what I'm going through, how I'm going through as much as I'm going through what I'm going through, and and, and I just come by to tell you that that if your spiritual antennas up today, you'll discover that God's grace is not only evident when he allows you to experience what you don't deserve but god's grace is also evident when he allows you to experience things that you don't even like so so if you don't mind if you don't mind for just a few minutes since I, again i don't know how to do declarations but but I, I know scripture so if 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 you if you if you just allow me just a few minutes let me just walk around in the scripture uh uh for a minute and and, and 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 I'll let y'all alone uh because because I want to just highlight some movements of this text because it, it's a fluent text it, it it it's a it's what what we call a text that that's moving so 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 I don't want to spend a lot of time I'm I'm just going uh, uh going to go with the airflow and and so 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 let me do that um uh notice notice Paul had gone to the third heaven and where he had been shown uh, visions and revelations that no mortal man or woman had ever seen before. And, and now he comes back down from the mountain of ecstasy to the valley of his reality of his own pain and his own agony. And, and then Paul, get, when Paul gets back down to reality, he shares with us that he found himself facing a predicament. And when you look at this predicament that he faced, a couple of things just jump right off the page for me. Um, First of all, it was sensually irritating. Why do you say that, Pastor? Because in verse seven, he says, a thorn, a thorn in the flesh was given to me. And that word thorn, uh, it literally means to take a stake, a sharp stake, a splinter-like object, a pointed kind of object. He he speaks metaphorically by describing uh, uh, his condition as like. Somebody taking a stake and driving it into his flesh. He said, "A thorn in the flesh was given to me." Now, 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 we really don't know what this thorn was. And and as I as I was studying this, there was a lot of conjecture and speculation as to what Paul's thorn in the flesh might have been. Some speculate that his thorn in the flesh might have been some human personality that Paul had. Some human haters in Corinth who were continuously dogging him out because they were challenging his the authenticity of his apostolic calling because they suggested that Paul was not a full apostle because he was not one of the original twelve because you remember um, if you know scripture that after Judas had went out and committed suicide um, 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 the Bible says that that the disciples held Uh, I would say an illegal business meeting. And it was an illegal business meeting because Jesus wasn't there and he wasn't invited. And what they decided to do, they, they decided to take the initiative to uh, uh, replace, replace Judas, and, and remember uh, they chose Matthias, uh, Matthias, and and and, and others uh, to perhaps take Judas' place. But 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 watch this, watch what God does, because because the man that God had in mind, He hadn't even saved yet. That the God, the man God had in mind, He hadn't even put actually on the scene yet. And and that says to me that no matter how well we can do what we do in. And the service of God, or our service for God. Don't you be so foolish to, to understand that that it's just you, uh, and can't nobody do what you can do? Because remember, God has somebody He hasn't even saved yet that will serve rings all around you and I. Don't matter how well I learn uh, melodious chords, or hoopology on Sunday morning, that that there's a there's somebody on death row that God hasn't even saved yet. Uh, 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 that will put my preaching to shame. Doesn't matter how well you can praise, oh, down, my on, on the, I am on the little
0: the
5: on the, the, hall, you ship. <laughs> on the Are deacon. You no, you're not muted on the deacon mm-hmm. ministry. On the deacon ministry. But God got a man, a wino still in the gutter that can that can praise circles around you and me. Doesn't matter, baby, how well you can sing in the choir. You can sing heaven down from 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 in the choir on Sunday morning or whatever you sang, but but please know that God has got a prostitute still on the corner that can put your singing in the shame and 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 so and so and so they said he was not uh one of the original 12 so maybe Paul Storm might have been some human haters who were hating him on for general purpose i, I mean haven't you met folk like that I mean, that you've never done anything to them, but they seem to hate on you just because they can. And others speculate that Paul's thorn in the flesh might have been his own sense of his shortcomings and limitations. And you see in Corinth, they criticize Paul on two fronts. First, they criticize him on the basis of his appearance. And if you know anything about Paul, historians suggest that Paul was not uh, uh, known to have been a handsome man. But but history, uh, history suggests that, that he might have been a short, bald-headed man with with uh, 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 some some kind of facial contusion. Even the epistles, uh, they said that his physical appearance was weak. And so maybe Paul's thorn in the flesh was his ongoing criticism that he had to face every day that reminded him of his own limitations and shortcomings. Uh, others speculate that his thorn in the flesh might have been some besetting sin Uh, that he had in his life that he couldn't overcome. But the truth is this morning, we really don't know what Paul's thorn in the flesh really was. And, And it's really not important that we know what it was, but whatever it was, we do know that it bothered him. Whatever it was, it hurt him. Whatever it was, it caused him to live in pain. And the paradox about it all is that even in the midst of what he was going through, God permitted him to have it. The child of God, every now and then wow help your boy lord god will allow even the child of god to face a set of painful circumstances that we don't like and that we don't want and i know we live in a day in this in this new theology of this new gospel uh that we have today that we're listening to and suggesting that you have the blessings of abraham on your life and because of such Everybody's supposed to be healthy. Everybody's supposed to be wealthy. Nobody's supposed to get sick or have any problems. Paul reminds me in this text that even the child of God, God sometimes will allow us to experience pain that we don't even like. Much like he did in the case of his only begotten son, Jesus, who uh, just last week, as we went through Passion Week, remember in the Garden of Gethsemane when 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 sweat like drops of blood was falling off his brow. And, and in his agony, Jesus looks up and says, Father, this is a bitter cup. If, if it's possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but thine will be done. And the point that I'm trying to make before I close is that God allowed Jesus to face pain and God allowed Paul to face pain, don't you know that every now and then that God will allow you and me to go through some pain? I mean, I mean, it was essentially irritating, but watch this. It was also satanically influenced because read the scripture. It, it says a, a, a messenger, a, a courier, an emissary of Satan himself to buffet me. And that word buffet, it means to hit or to strike with a fist. It means to beat down. It's, it's, it's watch this. It's in the present tense, which, which means it wasn't a one-time blow. It it, it was, it was a continuous blow. Paul said, he said, everything y'all, every, every, every day this thing is bothering me. Every, every day it hounds me. Every day it hurts me. And he describes it as if it was God allowing the devil to bring it upon him. And sometimes declared victory, God allows the devil to bring a set of evil circumstances in our lives that we don't like and that we don't want. Much like he did in the case of Job, God permitted the devil to bring evil into Job's life. But the silver lining of the story of Job for me is, it seems to suggest that Satan doesn't have free reign in the life of a child of God. And that before he can bring anything into your life, he has to first get permission from God. And if God permits it, that must mean that he can trust you with trouble. Have you considered my servant Job, Satan? I mean, look at the scandal of that. It's almost like God is sticking the devil on his own child. But God says, I trust Job with trouble. But wait, watch, the text is still moving. Y'all, please mute your line. Please check your mute. Please check your mute. Uh, the text is still moving because because after this predicament is mentioned, we notice that a purpose is manifested. Watch what he says. He says he says there was given to me a thorn in my flesh. He said he said. Oh, I'm getting excited, y'all. He said he said I, I didn't get this thorn by accident. I, I didn't get this thorn by coincidence. He said, no, he said, but the thorn was given to me that somebody on purpose gave me this thorn, which means although my thorn causes me to hurt, it's still a gift to me. That sometimes God allows us to have the gift of pain in order to make us what he wants us to be. Don't don't get sidetracked and don't get fooled to declare victory. For the first time in our lives, in the history of our lives, I don't care who you are. I don't care how much money you got. I don't care how spiritual you are. I, I don't care what you got going on. We are all in the same boat at the same time. And somebody said that pain is God's megaphone, that God uses pain as his instrument in order to make us the people that God wants us to be. So, so what's your purpose, Paul? Help us on declare victory this morning. What's what's your purpose? Why why did God allow you to have this thorn? F- first of all, it was to remind others of His humanity. I I I I, I posted this on Facebook yesterday. W- watch what He says in verse six. He says, "Lest anyone should think of Me above what He sees Me to be or hears of Me." You, you see that word think? It, it's it's a mathematical metaphor that literally means to calculate. Uh, Paul had gone to the third heaven and, and had seen what nobody else had seen before, and Paul understood that that when you have that kind of success, other people might have gotten an overcalculated estimation of his worth, and so he said that in order to ra- remind other folks that i 'm just a man, there was given to me a thorn in my flesh. Paul understood that when people when, when, when people see others who they think are successful, they, they have they have the tendency, as DeeDee Dee would say, uh, to put them on pedestals where only God belongs. Remember, he and Barnabas were uh, in a certain city in the book of Acts, and the Bible says that he healed a crippled man, and they began to bow down and worship Paul. And Paul tore off his clothes to reveal his flesh and said, don't worship me. I'm just a man of like passion. And I think it's relevant, y'all. Uh, this is a relevant word because because I was watching um, 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 America, American Idol uh, the other day because America, because we live in a country that has uh, uh, a strong hero need and, and we have to have something to idolize, someone to put on a pedestal because the idol becomes the kind of pro- projection of everything that you wish that you could be but are not. And and so what our young people are doing, they're idolizing the rap stars and America idolizes her movie stars and and and, and again I was watching uh 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 the television show American Idol because we love our idols. But what I'm afraid uh of of is is that as 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 I I used to preach and as I preach around that I'm seeing how Um, I would want to say this idolization have crept into the church. Um, And so I don't want to come down too hard on preachers, but this makes me sick when it comes to us as preachers, because you've met preachers who the church, they, they come to the point where they just don't love the pastor, but they worship the pastor. And and some of these guys got more security than the president of the United States, but don't have but 75 members and nobody knows their name. And some of these guys, you can't even shake their hands. But listen, the Bible says we have not a high priest who cannot be touched, but with the feelings of our infirmities. Now something wrong that when you can touch Jesus, but you can't touch your pastor. I I tell my my members all the time, y'all, I appreciate y'all love me. I appreciate y'all care for me. But whatever you do, don't worship me because I'm just a man. My calling is from God, but I came from the ground. My calling is divine, but I came from the dust. Don't worship me. So sometimes, watch this, sometimes in order to help other folks have a proper estimation of the leader, God has sometimes, God has to let the leader bleed. Oh, my God. Okay. I quit. I quit. That, that was given to me, a, a thorn in the flesh. Now, 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 Not only was it to remind others of his humanity, but it was also to uh, uh, that he could uh, retain his his humility. Watch verse seven. Unless I should be exalted above measure by the abundance of the revelation, pa- Paul. Paul now turns the spotlight of critical analysis upon himself. I mean, watch this. He, he had gone to the third heaven. He had seen what nobody else had seen. But that kind of ministerial success, Paul understood that there's often a correlation between success and conceitedness or success in getting the big head. And so he said, in order to keep my feet squarely on the ground, there was given to me, there was gifted to me a thorn in the flesh. And so declare victory, I believe God wants to bless us. But I also believe God can't afford to bless some of us. Because when some of us make a nickel more than others, we'll, we'll walk around with our nose in the air. And and, and so sometimes God can't afford to bless us. Um, it, it suggested that the wise shipmaker knows that the taller a ship's superstructure, uh, the sail and the mass of ascends, heavier the bottom or the ballast of the ship has to be. Because if a ship, Has a tall sail but a light bottom. The wind catches the sail, lifts the ship out of the water, uh, and 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 the ship loses its buoyancy, flips over, and sinks to the bottom. So the help you for ten minutes,
3: and then I'll go um take my break and buy that lysol.
5: Okay, you could take your break and buy that lysol, but can you mute your mute your phone? Can you mute your phone? Okay. So so, so the wise shipmaker knows that the taller that I make the sail, the, the heavier I got to make the bottom. In essence, I got to put some heavy stuff. And, and it might be what we're going through right now, even in this season. God is putting some heavy stuff on us so that you don't get caught up in the winds of your success and lose your buoyancy and sink to the bottom. So here's the question as I leave y'all today. God wants me to raise this question. He wants me to ask you, how high can I lift you without losing you? Watch the scripture again. There was given to me a thorn in my flesh. So watch this petition. In other words, Paul Paul prayed about it, and he prayed about this thing. Verse 8, two things I want you to notice about the prayer. First of all, it was sincere. And watch what he says concerning this thing. He said, I pleaded with the Lord. And that word pleaded is the same word uh, that we get, the word paraclete, from where we get the Holy Spirit or the comforter. It means to call to one side for help uh, and aid in the time of need. So in other words, Paul said, when I prayed about my phone, he said, y'all, I didn't play when I prayed. He said, I pleaded when I prayed. In other words, I was sincere. He said, I was begging. In other words, I got ugly in prayer. So let me ask y'all a question. Have you ever gotten ugly in prayer? I mean, when you didn't care how your makeup looked, you didn't care if your nose was running, you didn't care how you looked because you had a need that only God could meet. And sometimes you got to get ugly in prayer because the Respectual, fervent prayer of a righteous man or woman availeth much, which means that if you expect your prayers to mean anything to God, they got to mean everything to you. So, so so, it was sincere, but it was also systematic. He said, I didn't pray about this thing one time. I didn't even pray about it twice. But three times he says, I pleaded with God. He said, God, remove this COVID-19. Remove this storm." And I like to think that the pathos and the ethos with with, which he prayed might have gone something like this. Please, God, remove this storm. Please, God, give me some relief. Please, God, change my situation. I mean, has anybody ever been there? Please, God, don't let my mama die. Please, God, save this marriage before it falls apart. Please, God. Heal my body. Please, God, save my, my wayward child. Now, now watch this because some some people believe that Paul's threefold prayer was simply Paul following the Jewish prayer pattern of that day. But but for the for the Jews had three times that they that they prayed uh, morning prayers, afternoon prayers, and, and evening prayers. And then others suggest that it might have been an allusion to Jesus's uh, threefold prayer in the garden. You remember last week, y'all, Jesus prayed three times that the bitter cup would be removed. And others suggested that it might have been an allusion to Daniel's in the Old Testament who the Bible said pray, pray three times a day. But, but, but I, I might be a theologian, but I, I don't know whether it was Paul simply following the prayer pattern of his day or whether it was emulating Jesus or Daniel or, or whatever his 3 prayer says to me, it all says this to me, that prayer ought to be systematic. It's like knocking at a door. If you knock one time and don't get an answer, you better go back and knock some more. And if you don't go to get an answer, you go back and knock some more. If you don't get an answer, you should knock some more. And then right on the heels of that, God wasted no time in answering Paul's prayer. So the prayer answer was manifested. Now, this is where I need to get to as I close, because because this is the rhema word that I need to share with you about the answer he shared with Paul. Uh, Number one, remember, it wasn't the answer that Paul expected. Listen to what he said. He said, my grace is sufficient for you. In other words, Paul, you my son. Paul, you my special apostle. Paul You you are my anointed servant. But Paul, the answer is no. Request denied. My grace is sufficient for you. And that word sufficient means it's enough. Please understand this, Declare Victory. Immature people can only see the grace of God when God says yes. But when you walk with God a little while, you can also see his grace when God says no. My grace is sufficient for you. Some people say that the reason that God said no is because it wasn't in the faith. But I, I beg to differ because this is not some uh, uh, sophomore, a newcomer who's praying. This is not. Somebody who's a neophyte still went behind the ears. This is Paul. I mean, I mean, this was a man who wrote 13 of the 27 books of the New Testament. This is Paul who said, we walk by faith and not by sight. This is Paul who said, the just shall live by faith. This is Paul who said, faith cometh by hearing, and hearing come by the word of God. And God still said, no. When is God good? When When you're immature, you say, God is good when you see your mama healthy and strong. But when you walk with God and you mature in your faith, you also say God is good when your brother calls you and say, Mama, just died." I heard a preacher say that everyone that he ever prayed for got healed. That, 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 That he ever prayed for got healed. And I said, when I heard that, My God, here's Paul who has the gift of healing. And God said to him, no, my grace is sufficient. In other words, Paul, I'm not going to change your circumstance, but I'm going to give you grace to deal with it. And even in the midst of what we're going through, declared victory, you have to live in expectation. But sometimes you just got to deal with it. But how can something so beautiful as the grace of God be so painful? How can Something so wonderful, so so effervescent caused me to hurt so much. It's like a husband who wants to show his wife how much he loves her. And so he buys for his wife a box of freshly cut roses wrapped in a bowl. He gives her the box. Her eyes are beaming. Her heart is pulsating. She's excited to get the box. She can hardly untie the bowl fast enough. She opens the box, and immediately she sees the beautiful roses. She could smell the wonderful fragrance. She reaches inside and grabs the roses, but she grabs the roses by the stem. Immediately, pain shoots up her arm. Blood begins to gush out of her hand. Something so beautiful. Ah, something so beautiful. Something so painful, uh, and yet so painful. Uh, Now she has a choice. She can say to the rose, Rose, I reject you because you hurt me, you cause me pain. Or she can become angry with her husband and say, Joker, if you really love me, you would have taken time to shave the thorns off the stem. But do you know what she does? Surprisingly, she doesn't throw the roses down, nor does she become angry with her husband. She continues to hold the roses by the stem. In spite of the pain, she knows that the intent of the giver was not to hurt her, but to show her how much he loves her. Come here, Declare Victory. Let me ask you this question. Can you hold God by the stem? By the stem when your child dies, by the stem when the doctor says there's cancer, by the stem when you've been laid off your job because you know God's intent was never to hurt you. But as you live in expectation, he shows you how much he loves you. And I'm under no illusion with this many people on the line today. Somebody on the line, you, you you really didn't even want to come on the line this morning, but 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 somehow you drug your way, and you were hurting and bleeding, and and you're still holding God by the stem. Somehow you knew that you're hurting, and yet you say, God, I still have made up my mind. I'm gonna love you. I'm still gonna praise you. I'm still gonna worship you. That that's when you mature in your faith. And 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 y'all, it's time in the midst of what we're dealing with, to be mature, live in expectation, and grow up? I mean, I mean, is there anybody on the line who can worship God if you don't get the house, if you don't get the car, if you don't get your healing, if you don't get your breakthrough? If God doesn't give your job back, can you still say, my faith looks up to thee? Y'all, y'all that's that's living in expectation when you can love God and knowing God is still going to show up and allowing you to believe when you can love God, when a God is allowing you to hurt that God may not heal your mama. You may not, uh, he may not deliver your child. Uh, don't get me wrong. I, I, I believe what, G, what, what, what Didi just said. He's a, he's Jehovah Jireh. He's Jehovah Rapha. Uh, he's a God of healing. I, I believe it. But sometimes child of God, God says, no, my grace is sufficient. And so let me leave you with this. We love to talk about uh, uh, grace that saves, but but here uh, I'm here to talk about the grace that sustains, even amidst of what we're going to. And that requires a mature attitude. It wasn't the answer that was expected, but it was the answer that was expedient. He said, my grace is made perfect in your weakness. And the tense of that means that it wasn't a completed action, but rather it was an action. Action and pro and process. He says, "Paul, I'm using your thorn as a tool of maturing you. I I I I I have you in the process of becoming all that you ought to be. And let me tell you, this child of God, I, I I want you to understand that when you look at at your pain, not not simply as a messenger of Satan to buffet you, but as an instrument in the hand of God to perfect you. And that's when you ought to tell the Lord. Well, Lord. If that's what my thorn and my pain is all about, then work on me, Jesus. In the midst of COVID-19, God, work on me until I walk right. Walk, Work on me until I talk right. Work on me until I live right. Work on me until I preach right. Work on me until I sing right. Work on me until I give right. Work on me until I pray right. He said, Paul, my strength is in the process of being made perfect in your weakness. You've gone to the third heaven. You've seen what nobody else had ever seen before. You might become uh, tempted to get the big head and think that it's all about you. So he said, Paul declared victory. Here's the parallel. When you're weak, that's what I'm strong. Because I'm trying to teach you in the midst of what's going on. To learn how to lean and depend on me. And so let me give you this last movement. I'm through. I, I promise I'm through, but it's getting good. It, it, it's that Paul was matured in the midst of what he was going on. And and, 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 and I want you to see a mature Paul in verse 9, a more, a more mature Paul in verse 9 than we do in verse number 8. Because in verse 8, Paul is pleading. In verse 8, Paul is begging. In, in verse 8, Paul is crying. But now in verse 9, the begging is gone. The pleading is gone. crying is gone. And and I tell you, my brothers and sisters, that Paul was a more mature man because in the first place, there was praise in the midst of his gloom. Listen to how Paul answered. He said, therefore, most gladly, I would rather glory or boast or brag or praise God and live in expectation in the midst of my infirmity. He said, therefore, most gladly. Now, now, now watch this, that, that, that is in, 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 in the superlative case, which means that you can't get any more glad than that. He said, most gladly, he said, I would rather boast in my infirmities, but notice where the praise will take place. Notice where the bragging will take place. He doesn't wait until the thorn is removed before he gives God the praise. He, he, we're not waiting to God, uh, delivers us from, from COVID-19 uh, before we give God praise. He, he doesn't wait until the situation gets better before he opens his mouth and give God the fruit of his lips. But Paul said, I'm going to boast. And I'm going to brag on my God in the midst of what I'm going through. In other words, I'm not going to wait until things get better before I give God the praise. And and so I stop by to tell somebody, don't wait until uh, uh, COVID-19 or your thorn is removed before you give God the praise. Don't wait until he heals your body before uh, uh You tell God how good he's been. Don't wait until you get the new house before you can praise his name. Don't wait until you get the new car before you tell God that God is good. But even while you're going through, even while you're still going through what you're going through, even though you're still crying and even though you're still hurting, learn how to go on and give God the praise. Because the way Jesus handled his cross was through bright perspective. He handled the cross because the Hebrew writer says that he had set, set his eyes on the joy that was before him. And my brothers and sisters, as I close, that's what we have to do, set our eyes on the joy that's before us. I can't get mad because I can't worship in the Stockton Church or, or, or the Sacramental Church on Sunday. Because God got me right where He wants me, He's got me reaching more folk now online than I am on Sunday morning, and I give God glory for that okay, I quit I quit I'm sorry I'm sorry i'm sorry, I went so long, but it got so good to me all right all right um um is there anybody any any questions, any comments on the declaration this morning? I mean, I could go on and on because I get excited about God's word is there anybody anybody any aha moments any any anything you want to highlight? Anybody, now's your time As we move into love, life and victory.
0: Good morning, Kane. Take the blood. Hi,
5: sorry, this is ahead. Sister Shante. Hi, Sister Shante.
0: Good morning, good morning. I got on kinda of late at around six fifteen, six twenty. But it was what I did hear was really rich and really good. It was a lot. What I did hear was when you said people who don't even know you don't even like you. And I feel like I've been experiencing that my whole life, but it's not me. It's the God in me. But thank you so very much, Brother Lavelle, Pastor Lavelle. Everything you said was good. I'm going to have to go back and listen to it. God bless you, Saints. Have a blessed day.
5: Bless you. Amen. Someone else?
0: Good morning, Brother. This is Publy.
2: Good
0: word. Good word. Good word. I was really encouraged
3: because you reminded us that no matter what we're going through, whatever, no matter what it looks like, God is still God, and He still He still like you said, um, worship Him when you're not when all things are not good and great. You can worship Him even when you're going through stuff, and it just helps, helped me that reminder, so I really appreciate that for this morning, and God, God just continues to use you more and more, and more and more, and I'm so grateful for that, because I'm learning so much from you, and I know God gets the glory, not you. God gets all the glory, but I just want to tell you that this morning, and I love you, and you have a wonderful day.
5: Praise God. Watch this. God said to Paul, I don't have to move, remove the thorn. Well, why God? Because you're doing more more with a thorn than you were without a thorn. Yeah, we're doing more with COVID nineteen than we were without it. God got you right where he wants you. Don't you fool yourself. Anyone else? Anyone
0: else? Good morning, it's um Chris Shonda. Um, Good morning. Um I enjoyed your um decoration, um, Pastor Lavelle. It was quite sobering, um, that's so good, and I just pray that God just strengthens you, that He renews you, that He blesses you abundantly. Um, thank you for your truth this morning. Um, I'm going back on me.
2: God bless you. Amen. Anyone else? Good morning, okay, right. Is this-,
5: this who?
2: Yeah.
1: Jeff G. So, um, wow, man, (laughs) wow! God knows exactly what you need right when you need it, and uh, I I, I, I thank you for being the the um, vessel of which He brought it through. Even during the unmuted interruptions, He was speaking to me, even with that. But the whole time you're talking, and I'm listening to you, and I'm, I'm taking it in. I'm hearing you. He's saying, "Look." To whom much is given, much is required. The reason why more hasn't been given to you yet is because you're not ready. Not ready to meet the requirements. I'm making you ready to meet the requirements. In doing so, I got. I, I have to admit, and I confess this: I have a low tolerance for if there's interruption and confusion. I'll walk away from it. And instead of me hanging up, I mean, I'm holding on, and I, I take that to say. I say that to say, okay. There are times when God's trying to do a thing in my life, and instead of me go ahead and press a video and pressing through it, I'll just go ahead and walk away from it. And He's saying, Okay, it's time to mature. Stop, stop, stop being immature in that area and mature up, man up, and face what it is. I'm bringing you through it. and understand I'm bringing you through it for a reason and for a season. So, yeah, this, this is <laughs> wow, man. It hit home, man. And I'm just saying thank you for being that that willing vessel. Bless you and appreciate you. I'm going back on mute now.
2: Praise God. All right. Anyone else? Come on.
4: Hey, bro. Hey. Oh, Lord Jesus. I can't even do my workout. I had to stop because I was listening and trying to follow this tape. But thank you for all that you said about the other side of grace and, um, how we have to really tap into how His grace is sufficient. And even sometimes we may have our holy hands lifted up and we're, you know, speaking our whatever, holy language, but we are fighting on the inside to truly trust who God is to us. You know what I mean? And to really believe that in the midst of everything that we're facing, even like you said about this COVID, (laughs) being for mature audiences only, it was so much this morning. You were on fire. But what I thank you for is, is pouring into us when you're an empty, and, and again, explaining how um, that other grace, you know what I mean, that we just want to tap into the grace, that the saving grace part, I appreciate it because I know for me, sometimes, you know, I thank you for your grace, God, but even when it don't feel like grace, even in the painful part of it, I'm thankful, so I thank you for even in this season, when when for me, I don't know what's next. But I trust God t- enough to know that even that is good, and I'm not—I'm not, I'm not going to say, "Oh Lord, if you know," I'm just going to just go through it, trust Him through it, and just know that He's a good God and He'll never leave us nor forsake us. So I thank You for pressing through this morning, brother. I love you to life.
5: Love you too, Didi. You know what? I—I—I'm I, almost believing you got fifty percent of your salvation back the way you prayed this morning. <laughs> Go ahead, E. I hear you. 50%. Go ahead. Only 50%. That's all. Yeah, don't get beside yourself. His grace is sufficient.
6: <laughs> <laughs> Good morning, Slim.
5: Oh, stop it, Eric.
6: <laughs> <laughs>
5: you you a,
6: a hater. Mm-hmm.
5: <laughs>
6: Go ahead. Hey, hey, this covid nineteen. You put in, you, you put on any weight yet. <laughs> oh boy, you cold. Uh, hey, God bless you, my brother. Um, uh, praying for you last night, man. Uh, listen, I I, I want to say this first of all. Don't even come on here that you don't do declarations. You know as well as I do, there are all kind of declarations. There are declarations that tell a story. There are declarations that teach. But then there are declarations that preach. And your declaration is definitely what we would call an, a sermonic uh, declaration or an expository declaration. And I'm always, um, well fed. I'm always nourished, uh, um, um, and edutained by, by your sermons, uh, slash declaration. So first of all, I want to say thank you, uh, for, for uh, allowing God, uh, to be a chef, um, uh, for this morning. Um, you you brought up a lot of things, man. Uh, I I I thought about my mom too as you began your declarations and and you know growing up in that generation where you know children were seen and not heard, especially uh, in the company of of adults. You knew what your place was. You you know when to speak. And you knew uh, when not to speak. And you know. Uh, you talked about the grace, and I, I I thought of an illustration that when you go into the jewelry store, and you know you want to see a diamond, they just don't hold up the diamond, but they always put the diamond in uh um over a backdrop of a uh, of a black velvet um thing, and I just thought about you know in the blackness of 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 tragedy, in the darkness, in the dark places of our lives. You know, God's grace can shine like a jewel. Um, great, great, ex, great, 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 great um, declaration. Um, it's not only good to just believe grace, but to receive grace even, even in the most painful times. And that's that's what I got from it. Um, this is something I can take. And I believe that we can all take it in those in those Job times, in those times where we feel like God is isn't uh, with us, that His grace is sufficient to bring us through all things. To say God is good even when we don't feel like the times are good. So God bless you, man. I continue to lift you up, man, and continue to do what you do. Praise God. Bless you. All right.
5: Anyone else?
3: Good, good morning, morning Pastor good Lavelle. Morning. Good morning. <laughs> good morning. This is Rochelle. I Thank you for your declaration as um, um, things like this hit kind of hard. But as you begin to talk about how sufficient God's grace is, even after losing my oldest son, that I was able to dance before the Lord at his service. And it had to be only his grace and his peace that surpasses all understanding that kept my mind on not the not the situation at hand or who God was his grace is sufficient to keep us through uh, all that we go through it's not um sufficient for you it's it's um intentional it's it will it's it's from day to day. it's uh it's not God is so relational that he the grace that he has covers. And if sometimes if I can't, you know, sit through his grace, I know that he's given me that peace that surpasses under all understanding, that brings me back to that grace. So I thank you for your declaration. It helps me to understand even in my afflictions, God is still merciful he's graceful in his love so i thank you for just you know helping me to understand stuff up and i and i do but there's just sometimes that thorn where you try to make that first walk and, and and it starts to pierce you begin to draw back so i thank you for your encouragement this morning
5: when how long ago did you lose your son uh 2017 okay how old was your son
3: He was 28, my oldest, my firstborn.
5: Okay. All right. Wow. I sympathize because I lost my oldest, too, uh, nine years ago, my 17-year-old. He was 17 at the time. But,
2: Mm -hmm.
5: yes, I sympathize. I've been right there.
3: And I would say it hit pretty hard when it hit, but that same night, God gave me a peace and an understanding, and that's when I moved from knowing about God
5: knowing that's a big difference I like that. yes yes I like that Wow I couldn't wrap my mind around the fact how how I go to the schools for everybody else's child how 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 I I go to the courthouse for everybody else's child I go to the police station as a pastor for everybody else's child I'm there to get everybody else's child out of trouble and my child wasn't bothering nobody uh but getting ready to go to church to play the organ for the night and god you you would take my 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 boy my i mean god why would you you do that to me uh but then being a student of the word i had to understand that we know that all things work together for good Um, and that's mature. You have to be mature to be able to say things like that. And at his funeral, even my best friend, Pastor Damien Epps said, said, God, you took my nephew. Why didn't you take Pookie or Shaquita or Ray Ray? The that's out there acting stupid, acting silly, you know, but I had to understand it was his time and he didn't belong to me. He was only on loan for me. It was, he was God's and God's alone and and i just I, I was privileged to have him 17 years of his life you know um uh so so i i totally understand uh and and my uh, my deacons said to me that they've never met a man of faith of that much faith to be able to say what I, what i said uh in that regard uh i've heard some preachers say uh that they would have lost it. They would have done this. They would have done that. And the truth of the matter is you really don't know what you would have done until you get in that situation and and see what you would have done. A lot of people say what they would do or what they wouldn't do. And you I hear women say all the time that I would never be a prostitute out on the corner and stuff and all that. Well, that's fine because you ain't never had to do it. I wish I had me a witness here. Yeah. You ain't never had to do it. Your your life may not have been in the situation that that young lady's life was in, or you may never had to deal with what the drug addict has to deal with. So never say what you would never do until you get in that situation. And then you can make that, that, that choice. All right. Anyone else before we close?
2: Morning
0: Pastor oh, oh. hey. <laughs> hey. It's Nikisha. Um hey. whew, yeah. Uh, great declaration. Um, there was a lot that was said. I'm I'm trying to just get my words together, but I just I couldn't let the morning go without just acknowledging that um God definitely used you on this morning and that it's definitely um a testament your faith and to uh, the the level that God is bringing you to because like it uh, was mentioned that uh, to who much is given much is required so God is is just giving you so much material even though we don't like some of the material that he uses but um it's gonna be for other to encourage others that we could still press. And and I liked the way you broke down the different types of, of graces. Um, That was good. And just I didn't realize that your church was broken into last night because I had got a phone call when we were on the line last night. So the fact that you could still get on the line this morning and, and pour out to us and in the midst of that and just how people are stepping up to give, is just, the beautiful thing and how you said the COVID-19 is allowing us to see what really we have on the inside of us and how God is using us in ways that we just never even thought possible. So I uh, just love you to life and just stay encouraged.
5: Oh, praise God for you. Thank you so much. All right. Anyone else before we close? All right, if there is not another, I thank you so much. Um uh if you need prayer, please look at my post on Facebook if for friends inbox me. Uh we're going to uh pray uh this this morning at the church and we're going to practice social distancing and stuff. So um um if you would like to be lifted up in prayer, uh please just submit us your name. Um and then um uh tomorrow morning, nine AM, uh on this line right here and then Facebook Live, uh I will be preaching. Um so join us, join us tomorrow. Um um I want to talk about tomorrow the Jerusalem Emmaus factor, the Jerusalem Emmaus factor, or the Jerusalem Emmaus experience uh after Easter what happened um after Easter. So um Please join us tomorrow morning. Have a great day. Um, call your pastor. Check on your pastor. Tell him you love him. Uh, not just your pastor, but everybody, your friends. Check on your friends. Check on your loved ones. Don't just wait for things go bad or go wrong before you check on somebody. Call them and let them know you love them, all right? Uh, may God bless y'all. May God keep y'all It's my prayers. Y'all have a wonderful day. And um Hopefully, I'll hear y'all on the line tomorrow, 9 a.m. Be blessed.
2: God bless Amen.
0: you. everyone.
5: God Joy God of the you. Lord is our you. strength. Have a God blessed day, I everyone. Bye,
0: everyone. Have a blessed bless. day. Have a great day. Bye, everyone. Have a great day.